The Florida Panthers return for the holiday break and have mostly a healthy lineup, and it results in a big win over the Montreal Canadiens. On today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we're going to be discussing the 7-2 win for the Florida Panthers over the Habs. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Friday, December 30th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, with your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to also follow the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Steel Ronin. And for all your World Junior coverage for the Florida Panthers and any other prospect that you might want to listen up on, make sure to listen to Heidi Kalakash at Locked On NHL Prospects. So like I said at the top, the Florida Panthers... Needed this holiday break after a very, very poor performance last Friday against the New York Islanders. A opportunity for to have a four-point swing go in your favor. And a few days off, a few practices actually, uh, as well for the Panthers on Tuesday and Wednesday. Some non-contact jerseys. And then... Paul Maurice being very clear about what he wants to do with these non-contact jerseys, about Aaron Eckblad delivering hits, but not people uh, putting hits on him to kind of preserve everything. And Barkov being back after everything that happened with Nico Hijo on that face-off on December 17th. Even Alexander Barkov himself came out and said that he doesn't believe Nico Hijer is a dirty player. I said on the record as well in this on this program that I don't think he is neither. And wow, what a what a start for the Florida Panthers of just 237 into the game off a of faceoff. Alexander Barkov goes right to the blue paint. And then and this has been a theme for the Florida Panthers really all game for, for them. Whenever whenever there's you don't see a shot, even though this was this one was right off a of faceoff, they get it right to the point and getting traffic right up in front. And even though Alexander Barkov wasn't looking, the it, it's deflected off his foot and into the net for the first goal, just two thirty-seven in. Late, later, get, later they get on the on the power play, and the the broadcast mentioned about how they were making this power play very simple, cycling it around, and just not throwing it on the net for the sake of throwing it on the net. About seeing something that uh, an open net or or drawing the the goalie to the to the other side so that he doesn't move quickly laterally to his left or his right and and bark off from that left circle scoring on the power play for his 67th power play goal in his career and and passing scott mellenby for the most power play goals in franchise history and bark off talking after the game about how he's honored to be wearing a florida panther sweater and how very fortunate to be drafted here and then breaking records along the way. And then, 
And then that third third goal, multiple chances up front, and looked like um, seeing the replay again that there was a slight change of possession, which Colin White and Aaron Eichblad did not get a assist on those because of the change of possession. And Barkov able to clean it up right in the blue paint and then go uh, for, um, backhand to beat former pa- Panther Sam Montembeau there. But this game for the Panthers... It could have been a blowout really, really early. It ended up being one. But it could have... But just the Panthers just being a little bit... Not having much discipline as far as positioning with with Rako Gudas having interference, which the Montreal Canadiens scored on the as the power play expired. Uh, NHL.com had it as a power play goal counted as Arbor Jack Guy, a.k.a. Wi-Fi, Shoots from the point, a lot of traffic in front. Sergey Bobrovsky gets it through to make it two one at the time, and then the Florida Panthers when it was three one after Barkov's uh, Hattie, which fastest hat trick in Florida Panthers history, and Josh Anderson there to clean up a- after a lot of traffic up up in front, and the fastest and again the fastest hat trick for the Florida Panthers in franchise history and Barkov second against the Habs. The last one was February 17th, 2019. That same game where Alexander Barkov had put that incredible move between the legs uh, on Carey Price as he was going on a, on a breakaway. But again, the, the Panthers had had an opportunity to, to really break this open, but just really the penalties with getting to the box and only went once um, to the box the rest of the way. Once in the th- once in the second period, and then and then the re- the rest of the way, they 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 didn't even put the Montreal Canadiens on on the power play, and what helped was going a 14 minutes and 54 seconds between the second and third period without allowing a shot by the Montreal Canadiens, and really what 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 helped the Florida Panthers is was winning their board battles and not allowing the Montreal Canadiens to really get in between the hashes and in the slot as well. And just looking at the heat map on natural stat trick. I mean, I mean, all, Oh, sorry. As my alarm goes off as I'm recording this at 7am, uh, getting got up a little earlier to, to record this versus recording it last night. So usual alarm goes off. Apologies about that. But only one goal was, uh, not scored in the slot or near the blue paint for, for the Panthers. The only one was that Barkov power play goal and, and Matthew Kachuk getting two goals on the night, four points as well to um, two of them on, on, on the power play, the power, the power play for the Panthers going three of six on the night after going two for 25 in their, their last nine games. And it, and even, even in the start of the second period, the Panthers were struggling to get it out of their zone even. So it, it, an opportunity to put it away, but and and kind of making those mid game adjustments and the mid game adjustments really, really made that difference in between that second and third period. Like once again, the fourteen minutes and fifty four seconds of not allowing a shot on goal, very well protecting Sergey Bobrovsky. Sergey Bobrovsky got the start, but I was surprised that he got the start. David Zork even po- pointed out as well that with Montreal being the quote unquote easier opponent, that you would think that. They would put Sergey Bobrovsky against the Carolina Hurricanes, but the Spencer Knight did start the last game against the Carolina Hurricanes, which we'll get we'll get to later later in the show. But yeah, Ben Montour as well, three points on the night, 
and like I said, the, the Florida Panthers were doing such a great job of getting the puck back to the point, creating some traffic in front, and and taking the eyes away from Sam Montebo. And that's really and that that's really what helped with getting up in front and and the and the Habs they allowed the the Panthers to just get past them for for their their rebound oppor- opportunities as well. And Brandon Montour once again, thirty points in thirty four games for a defenseman, a second pairing defenseman. I know he's had an increased role this this year with with Aaron Eckblad Aaron Eckblad's injury at times this season, but the, the but almost a point per game. And we've argued at times that maybe it should be Forsling Montour as the top pairing, but there's a little bit of pride that comes into putting that l- lineup that those defensive pairings in versus uh, Ekblad and Stahl, which doesn't sound good on paper when you actually think about it. And we've seen a little bit of, of Ekblad Stahl uh, this, this season for the Panthers and Radko Gudis as well. Let's uh, let's also, let's also recognize that about Radko Gudis being back in the lineup, delivering hits, had one on Joel Armia near the boards and lost his bucket too. And, and then towards the end of the game, getting, Allowing uh, Joe, Joel Edmondson to get the game misconduct as uh, as they got into a scuffle, and then one of the linemen, unfortunately, going down, it looked like he was grabbing his knee uh, there as well. And then Brandon Montour, going back to Brandon Montour uh, to on Ben and Gallagher, and really getting getting a, a handful of fists on the face uh, there as well. And despite all that, the 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 Panthers they struggled early. With going to the box, I mean, when it was 17 shots on goal, eight of them were on the power play as well. So you, you knew what the key of the games were to get to get to close this one out and to and and, and to not allow the Montreal Canadiens to get really any pressure on uh, Sergei Bobrovsky. And li- listen, not allowing the not allowing the Panthers to get in front of the net, and that's something that the Habs were unable to do. I mean, one of the penalties, Nick Suzuki was basically saved the goal as Aaron Ekblad was coming down into down in between the hashes as well. And Colin White, let's also talk about how great Colin White was in this game, despite not having a point. The box score does not indicate how great of a game he had. Uh, both of the unassisted goals that that he had very much impacted this game. I mean, the first one, the, the, the first one with, where Barkov uh, on, on the second goal, uh, excuse me, where, where Ekblad gets it to the net, Con White's hacking, like I said, a quick change of possession and Barkov scores. And then the second one, uh, the stick lift um, for allowing Carter Hagee to go to, to get a rush with Barkov going with them. And then for leading goal scorer on the Panthers gets it, gets it past Monty uh, to, to to extend the Panthers' lead and Etzelustreinen tying his career high in in, in goal in goals uh, with nine, the Panthers chipped it up the the zone. Habs were caught cheating a little bit, and then him and Sam Bennett lead to a rush. So everything went well for the Panthers on on, on this on on Thursday night. So and they 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 were not going to the box. So it was the last two periods, protected their goalie, and and really lived in the slot in this one. And that's basically how you got your 7-2 to two win. And it's an encouraging one, uh, at, at least to start. But in segment number two, 
we're going to be discussing some New Year's resolutions for the the Panthers. Me as a me as a fan, and some of your responses, at least the the the, the ones that I got quickly before recording the show. And we're going to be discussing what this win could mean for the Panthers going going forward. But first, we have a little bit of a message to you from the NHTSA. It can happen so easily. You're out with friends or coworkers. You're putting back a few drinks. A few becomes too many. It's time to go. And for a moment, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you're a good driver. You live nearby. You can make it home okay. What are the odds that you get pulled over? Even, even so, what's the worst that could happen? You lose your license, your job, total your car, you kill someone. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. Drive sober or get pulled over. Second segment here on this Friday, December 30th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. As the Florida Panthers get this 7-2 win over the Montreal Canadiens at FLA Live Arena. And as you notice, uh, no Fairbanks Friday today as uh, Nick Fairbanks is feeling a little bit under the weather. So feel better, uh, Nick. And, and ne- next week we will be previewing the a Friday night game between the Florida Panthers and the Detroit Red Wings. And, of course, uh, there's a Red Wings fan in the Fairbanks household, so it's that that, that is always a fun game for uh, Nick personally for him, obviously. But, uh, yeah, going back to going back to this one, I mean, here's something from Natural Stack Trick, actually. On 5-on-5, five five, uh, Alexander Barkov, Colin White, Carver Hagee, 10 minutes uh, and 6 seconds of total time on ice together and had the biggest uh, shot on goal differential between them and their opponents who they face on, on the ice nine, nine shots on goal to three while on five on five and the and the goal differential as well, three to nothing. So that, that line didn't give up a single goal as, uh, as uh, the Montreal Canadians got both on the power play, the keys to the game that we talk about with Jacob going perfect on the penalty kill didn't happen, but luckily the Panthers were able to outscore the problems, which was something like a last year thing. And I tweeted out from the lockdown Panthers account saying, is we want 10 appropriate or is that so last year? Cause we haven't seen this much this year. So uh, we saw a little bit of signs for, for the Panthers and listen, uh, Matthew Kachuk on Tuesday talked about how this is every single game from now on is a, is a playoff game. And, Friday's game isn't a four-point swing by any stretch of the imagination, but you got a whole bunch of four-point swings uh, for for the Cats. I mean, I mean, we're 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 about to approach the new year, so let's discuss and and listen. Let's go back a little bit to November, end of November, when Paul Maurice was asked about being concerned about the schedule, and he even said it himself that he is more concerned about the January schedule. Because of all the back-to-backs and and the road games that they're going to play, playing mostly Western Conference teams in the beginning of the season, and now it and now playing mostly Eastern Conference teams th- this time around. I mean, there'll be a there'll be like a little mini West Coast trip in in between for for the Panthers uh, in the second week of January. But I mean, you you think you, there's some four point swings in there too, like. New Year's Day, you're going to be playing against New York Rangers, who dropped against the Tampa Bay Lightning in, in overtime. And when Igor Shosturkin's not posting a 9.30 save percentage, the, you could see kind of the flaws on this on on the on the team. And also, Jarkovic might be on the hot seat for for the New York Rangers. Uh, he did scratch healthy scratch number one overall pick Alexei Lafreniere. You got Arizona Coyotes, who you unfortunately lost to, 
in the very beginning of the season, only their second game at Mullet Arena, and the Panthers just couldn't put anything on Crow for Melka. And then Buffalo, man, you're, you're tied in points for Buffalo, and they have three games in hand on you. Toronto's in there, even though it's not, not necessarily a four-point swing in that one because I don't see the Florida Panthers getting in that top three. Montreal again on the road. New York again. Pittsburgh, who might be in the Metro sta- standings by the end of the season or who might be a wild card. But even then, you got to treat that as a four-point game. And three three sets of back-to-back. And one of them is is against Boston, the final matchup of the season against Boston, wrapping up in January. And this is this is this will this is the make or break month for, for the Panthers. Season's not over. I, I, I I'm I'm not I'm not there yet as far as that. And listen, last year the Panthers got healthy around the, when the holiday break ended. Of course, different, different circumstances based on COVID. There were some injuries uh, non-COVID related and then some and then some people sick that were COVID related. I mean, when you actually think about players being sick around this time of year with the cold and everything, it's, it's, it, it, it's, cra- it's crazy how it all matches together and all and player, players uh, being out and then making contact with people as well and then trying to see families and, and playing a hockey game as well during the holidays and trying to and just trying to be there for their family. It's just and a lot of stress too. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, and now that they got the now they, they, they got it out of the way, holidays are over, of course with the guys being hockey players and making millions of dollars. They're they're mostly the ones spending spending the money as 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 well to try to make things happen. So it's also trying to get over that part of it too. It's not just the the health conditions of being of non COVID illnesses and 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 regular injuries as well. But now that they got that out of the way, time to time to take off a little bit for 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 the Panthers as far and and. Hopefully, this offensive explosion for for the Panthers on Thursday. Yes, it's against the Montreal Canadiens. Yes, it's not sunshine and rainbows after everything. But it's very encouraging when you go three of six on the power play after going two for twenty five in your last nine. You've proven at points this season that you can beat the lower tier teams that you are you know you're capable of beating. Vancouver five one, Seattle five one. But also the Panthers at times have shown that they can look down on their competition as well. Philly, Chicago, Arizona, Columbus. And and it's go time. It, it, it really is go time. And let's talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions for, for the Panthers. And I got a few replies. Uh, it, it was really late at night when, when I tweeted this out. So I didn't know how many people were still awake as far as the as the as the fan base and i got a few replies based on what our new year's resolutions are, are as far as the the panthers and little che- at little cheesecake 4 says fan base needs to stop overreacting to bad performances in game without a healthy barkoff clearly the best player on the team and the heart of the franchise keep barky healthy and we'll be back in playoff contention in no time close quote and listen that whole underrated thing for the for Alexander Barkov that has been spoken about league wide, it's something that I'm not 
I'm not entertaining anymore because he's won a Selkie Trophy. He's a he's a top five center in this league, top six maybe. When you think about McDavid, Dreisaitl, McKinnon, Crosby, Barkov is up there in the upper echelon of centers. And I spoke about with K- with uh, Kirby Lupo of the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast over DM just during the holiday break, and even in our episode during the summer about where Barkov is, where how Barkov starts, excuse me, and how he explodes towards, towards the second half of the season, as as frustrating as it is, we've seen this so many times, and at this point, at this point, it's just about the expectations of how Barkov comes out of the gate. And just what he what what he's uh, capable of when he's just on his game and just just feeling okay emotionally as well mentally, and of course the the non COVID illness from from early December as well, which was reported to be him having pneumonia according to his his father, and just and hockey is a physical sport, so that 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 face off that took him out from Nico Heizer as well. You just and and the Panthers are two two six and two this season without Barkov. He's very he's very much needed in in this lineup, and just an, an overall an an overall top center in 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 this league. Next New Year's resolution for for the Panthers is at M E Hockey Lobster is no I know already break them Happy New Year <laughs> and and listen. It, oh, as another alarm goes off, my bad. Uh, should turn off. Turn should turn off all, all my alarms. Uh, uh, prior to recording, let me turn off another one. But yeah, uh, New Year's resolutions. I know we're talking for the Panthers here, but New Year's resolutions are somewhat BS. You can choose to make a resolution any day of the year, and you can choose to change, and you could choose to create a new habit. Even two weeks before New Year's Day, and it's proud of you for recognizing that. As far as far as that, and uh, at Gimme Food under eight underscore eighty four says, I vow to stop terrifying my cat when we score. No, you won't. When when you, I I want you to celebrate when the Panthers score. I celebrate when the Panthers score. Sometimes I scare my cat too. As well, so the, it, it's okay. Your your cat will forgive you. Cats are very forgiving creatures. I promise you. But as far as my New Year's resolution, I guess if I were to ha- have one, it's just like when it comes to losing streaks, it's just think about what the long-term mission is for the, for the Panthers as well. And that's something I want to compose myself with when it comes to, when it comes to where, where the Panthers are as far as window. And listen, this was the step back year on paper and still, still a little bit away to go for, for, for this Panthers team to even compete for a playoff spot. And the guys over at Locked On NHL uh, on the Tuesday episode, Mikey DiStefano and David Morissuti spoke about, asked this question. Do they think that Paul Maurice is going to be fired after year one? And my opinion is that if they're out of the playoffs with about 10, five to 10 games 
before the season ends, it could be a consideration. And don't know how much you want to start over after all that. But, and it's, we can acknowledge that Paul Maurice hasn't done the best job. But I'm not on that. I'm, I'm still not, not on that train. I think he's still two years minimum for, for the Panthers. But I think if Paul Maurice wants to make a really good case for himself, that you need to get at least 60% of the points from here on out. You got two. And you didn't give the opposition one. So there, it was a complete four-point swing for the Panthers. Even though the Montreal Canadiens, I watched their game on uh, Wednesday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And man, they couldn't they couldn't protect Jake Allen for anything. And Bradenport had an amazing goal that he skated through four defenders to get it past uh, Jake Allen. And there, it was kind of similar to the McDavid goal last season against Alexander Gurgiev and the New York Rangers. So very, very similar to that. So my New Year's resolution is to just be more patient as far as as far as the Panthers going on mini losing streaks. But at the same time, if the Panthers don't go on their fair share of winning streaks prior to those and you fall behind more, <laughs> it might be a little bit of a different mindset and approach and but just trying to tell myself to have a little patience myself for, for this team. And it's tough. It's tough when you have the expectations there. You go from President's Trophy to this. But Thursday night was a good start. Those are the key words. Good start. And it's an opportunity for the Florida Panthers to build. And that's a good way to segment segue to segment number three, where we will discuss the Florida Panthers on a back-to-back as they will be going to Raleigh, North Carolina to face against the Carolina Hurricanes. And we might have a little bit of a World Junior update for the Florida Panthers prospects. We're going to discuss that more in the third segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Third and final segment here on this Friday, December 30th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, our last show of 2022. And a great day organizationally for the Cats. Gregory Danisenko has a three-point night in Charlotte after he had a little bit of a stint here. Very noticeable as, as well when he was here. Had a few uh, opportunities as, as, it's, as he hit the post multiple times and almost had his first career goal in a Florida Panthers sweater. Of course, laying out the big body. And then gets two goals and one assist in Charlotte's uh, 3-2 to win over the Cleveland Monsters. And the World Juniors, Ludwig Johnson. Uh, defenseman prospect for the Florida Panthers gets two goals for Sweden, including the game win on a beautiful backhand and he, as he was gaining the zone and got right in front uh, of, of the blue paint as well. Goes forehand backhand for the game winner in overtime as well and got the and got the second goal of the game for Team Sweden. So the, that's the highlight as far as the, the, the best player so far for, for the tournament. Um, got like Like we spoke about, Earlier in the week, he got three assists in the first game for Team Sweden as they scored 11 goals. And uh, Ludwig Janssen got three assists in that one. But when, oh, I, I spoke earlier about being surprised that Sergei Bobrovsky was going to, uh, was starting over versus the Montreal Canadiens over the Carolina Hurricanes. And Bob finished the month of December with a 920 save percentage in that month. 
not bad for a guy who had a really poor start, and we were already hammering Spencer Knight being the being the number one. And listen, David Dork call, called it that it's a very fluid situation for the Panthers. It's just you gotta have you gotta have to you're gonna have to see if Spencer Knight can consistently put up these numbers. And of course, him dealing with his non-COVID illness had held him back a little bit. And and this this is where this is where Bobrovsky put 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 himself out there and really said, "Hey, I'm I'm I, I got this contract. I got this ten million dollar a year contract for a reason, and it hasn't been it hasn't been a performance like this over the an eighty two game sample size uh, for for Bob. But hey, good month for him and." And this is going to be a gauntlet of a schedule for for January. So Spencer Knight's likely to start. If we do see if we do see Sergey Borowski on a back to back, I'd be very surprised with the with the type of schedule that we're seeing next month. But the Panthers going right into Raleigh, North Carolina, last time around, and I think the logic as well is Paul Maurice uh, saw how Spencer Knight performed against the Carolina Hurricanes last go round in early November. Uh, if you guys remember the that was the game where it was there was a threat of a hurricane coming to South Florida did not come to the region the the game went on and through 40 minutes uh, the Panthers were leading one nothing the the Carolina Hurricanes put up 40 shots on Spencer Knight and they won a grinded out low scoring full 60 minute type of game Spencer Knight was just on his game the Nick Cousins got the early goal for for the cats and then Barkov scoring on the power play late uh, to create some separation. One of Florida's two shutouts on the season. That one being against Carolina. The other one against being uh, uh, against uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, where Bob starts. And and that was a game at the time where the it looked that the Pan- Panthers should have lost that on paper with still missing Matthew Kachuk. Patrick Hornquist with the concussion after he's he, his first one this season. Uh, that Luke Cunning uh, hit on him that cost him a put a five minute major on Luke Cunning, and Aaron Eckblad was still on LTIR. He he hadn't returned yet, and the Panthers complete sixty minutes in that one. But the but man, this Carolina Hurricanes team defensively sound, third in third in the league in goals against per, um, per game, and they just wear you down Rob Brindamore with uh with this being a home matchup getting the last change you're going to see the stall line more than likely matchup against Barkoff as well um even though you have players like an Andre Shrechnikov leading the way in scoring Sebastian Ajo as well as well Marty Natchez as well uh who just I believe Marty Natchez got a new deal Pyotr Kachekov as well uh as Started most of the playoffs last season with Antti Ranta and Freddie Anderson dealing with their fair share of injuries, and he's taken he's for the most part taking this job from from both of them. He he it's he, and he's a three to one odd odds to win the Calder Trophy this year. So he could be and and they had a Calder Trophy candidate two years ago with Alex Nedeljkovic, and now and and got rid of him and. Just a system that they put around their goalies as well. They 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 protect their goalies as well. And Pierre Kachekov doing his part as well in cleaning up shots. Twenty three years old, signed an extension as well. 
and the the, the Panthers. It's gonna if it's a low scoring game. I really do like the Panthers' chances in in coming out with a win. We saw it in early November, and uh, and we could very well much see, see see it again. Of course, it's going to be a tougher task on the road. You're second end of a back to back. The Carolina Hurricanes have won nine straight, so that's that doesn't help. So, uh, and three shutouts in Nets, man. Kachekov getting two of them. Antiranta getting one of them, and just. The ability to wear teams down, and it's going to be another tough mission. Even even the Panthers, after their their game against the Canadians, they spoke. They were already talking about moving on because it, it's kind of like the Panthers know that they're better than Montreal, playing like it and saying, "Okay, the playoffs start now." Like Matthew Kachuk has said, and I think that's a I, 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 and. Of course, I, I uh, of course we wonder what's said before the media comes into the room and asks these players questions about what what the mindset is and how they talk to each other too, and just say I, I just wonder, and, I, and I'm sure Matthew Kachuk is very vocal in saying move m- move on from this guys, we got a game tomorrow, a big one. Let's get our mind right. I wonder I wonder if it's spoken similarly to that. And based on their messaging in, in the, in their post game, uh, media availability, it seems to be that way. And we'll see if the Panthers really build off this. If they can come out with a win uh, against Carolina and then new year's day against the New York Rangers, who, it's a very winnable game, and then Arizona coming to town, all winnable games. Then we can look back at December 29th and see, hmm, maybe this was the start of the Panthers accelerating closer to a playoff spot. Again, you need to get 60% to two-thirds of your, your points, really the rest of the way, to make, make a case for the playoffs. And one game at a time. So the Panthers, uh, tonight's game will be on ESPN Plus exclusive. John Butchercross and AJ Melesko and Don Moore will be on the call uh, from PNC Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, so no Valley Sports uh, Florida broadcast for, for people in South Florida. So that's, uh, that's your programming note for that. And last, last uh, show of the year. And hopefully by the time we talk to you on Sunday night slash Monday morning, we'll be talking about the Panthers' first three-game winning streak of the season. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Foot Building Stone, and Steel Roden. And for all your World Junior coverage, make sure to listen to Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube, Odyssey app, and wherever you get your podcast. So Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day.